0: Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode. I'm really excited about today's guest. She's quite accomplished. Her name is Tara Gooch, and she's talking about how to grasp confidence and own your power. So she's a keynote speaker, confidence coach, author, speaker, um, and looks like she has an upcoming TED talk. And today's is gonna be a fantastic discussion. I'm looking forward to it. And with that, Tara, welcome
1: hi thank you so much for having me
0: yeah tell more people about your backstory um, uh, how you got started and we'll get right into it
1: sure so i'm an entrepreneur first of all um <laughs> you know i think that's good to say um i i quit the corporate world uh almost two years ago now so it'll be two years in march yeah um, and i decided to kind of venture off and do my own thing and went on this journey really of what i was actually capable of and i think that's really powerful because there's a lot of people out there that are kind of on that similar path questioning what should i do i i want fulfillment i want purpose i want success with what it means to me but they're maybe afraid or using some fear to guide their decision making process and First and foremost, I just want to say to anybody listening to this that absolutely anything is possible with the right amount of consistency and effort and self belief, which is where confidence comes from.
0: Uh, it's so interesting. Once you exit the system, like the financial system, you don't you're not dependent on a job, and you know whatever the government does, you know, you don't you don't really care, um, and uh, you own your time, your freedom, your income, and uh, where you can live. It's, it's so much liberating, but most people are still st- stuck in, you know, the, the the what I call the matrix or the system. But um, what I love about is talking about this, talking about you had, we'll talk about your book, but talk about leadership from your eyes, your perspective. Um, what do leaders need these days, you know, obviously, and then uh, we'll get right into more questions.
1: Sure. Leadership is, is a passion point of mine. So I'm a leadership speaker. And I recently actually developed a keynote based around my book, uh, How to Basically Lead Confidently, right? So it talks about my five step method for building confidence, but then it's just spun to really how to be a confident leader. And, you know, that's lacking a lot. And that's not something anybody talks about. <laughs> but one thing that I've always noticed was the amount of inconfidence that is in leadership right now and you know what it manifests itself in different ways it could be lack of employee training and development it could be that they don't hire the best suited people because they're unconfident and don't want somebody to overshine them uh same thing with bringing somebody up and promoting someone mm-hmm. um and it could be just this general toxic environment that's created and you see that across industries across disciplines, across subject matter expertise, across countries. It's actually a global epidemic of poor leadership that's happening right now. And it's about time somebody got to the root cause of this, because there's a lot of leadership experts out there, not a lot of great leaders. There's a huge gap, and I'm seeing it, and it's something we we should talk about.
0: Yeah, which is really, my next question is, um, I think, especially when we think of leaders, we think about the corporate CEOs, but most of these, uh, what I have in mind is flying private jets, playing golf courses, eating fancy dinners, um, usually of, uh, you know, not very diverse and um, and then basically laying off people, but collecting, you know, millions in salary. So kind of talk about this dichotomy.
1: Yeah, you know, it's, it's one of those things a leader is someone who shows others the way, right? They don't act like a leader in one aspect of life and not the other. It's a a transcendence that happens when there's true authentic leadership, not just leadership on paper, right? Because anybody could call themselves a leader or get some fancy title, but ultimately a leader, somebody who takes someone on a journey with them. They show other people what's possible. And they don't act one way, which is overly grandiose or arrogant or showy, and then hold others down. That's not what leadership is. And, you know, going back to this confidence thing, that's not what confident leadership is. That's not authenticity at all. Mm -hmm. And we find that these same people are often lacking a fulfillment in life, Mm. replacing it with more things and less
0: substance. And what does that
1: lead to? Right? What does that lead to? We know what that leads to.
0: Yeah. Uh, Which kind of, uh, you know, kind of, uh, you know, like I said, we, especially leaders uh, lacking in character, lacking integrity, kind of parasitic, taking, just hoarding for themselves and their people that put them there. But I'm talking about like personal branding. Talk about that.
1: Yeah, it's so important, you know, as a leader, it's about how we show up, how we, again, lead the charge for other people. There's a lot of leaders out there, leaders of organizations, you know, they've risen to a rank and they feel like they don't breathe the same air as the rest of us, right? But these people are the people we want to look up to. We want to figure out, how did you get there? How? so that i can learn maybe how to how to get there as well so people are looking for a mentor a guide a hero and these folks have that power to actually do that but it doesn't come from showing off but it does come from showing up Hmm. showing up being there right not just in person but also online and you know one of the great parts about this world right now that we have this digitization of culture of personal brand what what that means right of community building we see that on linkedin we have the power to to build as leaders this you know personal brand and take other people on that journey with us and show other people you know and not just our accomplishments but the times we failed i want to hear about those times you know why because I'm failing right now, and I need a hero to look up to. Somebody can show me how they overcame. Again, it's when we, as leaders, use our positions to guide and show others through storytelling and authenticity. That's when we can get to that transcendence point. And when the leadership is more than ego, I always say it's purpose is greater than profit. (laughs) Mission is greater than self. And I think if everybody said that to themselves at least once a day, I think the world would be a much different place, don't you? I
0: love love that. Um, Next thing, you know, moving on is uh, talking about what was interesting is you developed this keynote speech around your book. So kind of talk about your book, um, you know, kind of the tenants. How can people find it? What sets you apart from the competition? And You know we'll dive more into it
1: absolutely so my book is is based on my personal uh story um i'm very open honest and vulnerable in this book i'm the first author in my family i'll say that i never would have imagined writing a book it's not something i ever pictured myself doing at all in any capacity but as a leader I recognize that, you know, painful pasts, experiences, failures, obstacles, adversity, whatever. If I could turn that pain into some kind of a a purpose and help somebody else, why wouldn't I? And then I started to understand that it was actually my moral obligation to do so. And then it really occurred to me, if you can change one person's life By sharing your story, why the heck are we not doing it? But let's compound that a little bit more. Let's go beyond change. What if you could save someone's life? Well, you've certainly got to publish it and write it down and memorialize it. Because we never know who is watching and who needs that inspiration. So even though I was not a writer, had no intention of writing, here I am, published a book, right? Not only that, but you know what? My intention was really high with the book because I wanted to actually save people's lives. It became a best-selling book. It just so happens that according to Psychology Today, 85% of the world's global population lacks (laughs) self-belief. So I wasn't the only one, right? When we're unconfident, we tend to think it's just us though. And it's not something that we like to talk about because when you say you're unconfident, almost sounds like a weakness. So leaders, especially, don't tend to think of themselves as unconfident because it they feel like it almost goes against. And that's when the imposter syndrome starts kicking in. And then all these negative self-talk starts happening and we start to become that self-fulfilling prophecy. So my goal with this book was to show other people that you can go from unconfident to the exact opposite, and it's with daily practice and action, and it is built on a foundation of gratitude. Yeah,
0: yeah, I love that. Uh, the next thing is, uh, one thing is, uh, for keynotes that usually have a thesis or a title or a topic, you use your book as it. Uh, talk about becoming a bestseller and how you incorporate it into keynote speaking.
1: Absolutely, and it'll be um, based around my upcoming TED Talk as well. So with a keynote, it's funny, the whole process of writing a book, right? It's hard to distill almost your whole life story in a book. Uh It's really hard to distill a 60-minute keynote from a book, way more challenging for a 15-minute TED Talk. (laughs) When you go through this, like, levels of process, it actually really helps you understand it way much more on such a deeper level, so profound. So turning the book, it, it's a five-step process. So gratitude, responsibility, action, sight, and purpose. And these are all steps that I used to go from unconfident to where I am today in less than a two years' time. So incredibly quick turnaround there. But turning it into a keynote, the good news is, is that I already had five steps, so I would spend about 10 minutes or so on each step if I'm delivering a keynote. So 10 minutes talking about gratitude, 10 mil- minutes talking about responsibility, mindset, and so forth. A five or so minute intro and a five minute closing, and that's a perfect 60 minute keynote. So it, it really transitioned well, and I've, I've had a couple of people see the keynote presentation first, and then read the book, and a few that have read the book and seen the keynote. What I've heard is it's like the same thing of reading the book before you see the movie or reading the movie or watching the movie before you see the book. You probably want to read the book first and then watch the movie, but people have gotten such different takeaways from both. And I have two keynotes based on this book, actually. One is strictly about leadership, and the other one is about personal development. And it can go either way. The overarching thing is leadership because self leadership is what mm. we call personal development, right? It's just self leadership or leadership of others. But the principle is the same.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, for people that want to write a book, kind of talk about different. Um... Uh, avenues or reasons and talk about more of that about that
1: yeah F- first off it it's it's like anything else it's a habit so i will say that it's a writing habit but write every day and try not to break the habit. It's very similar to exercise <laughs> <laughs> so you know how easy it is when you skip a gym session one day and then try to come back a couple days later you're just not into it uh-huh that's very similar with writing. So the first thing I did every single morning when I was writing my first book was I'd wake up early and that would be the very first priority I would do that day. And I had a goal. So I looked up online, because again, I didn't, I didn't know anything about writing a book, right? So I Googled it and I knew it would be a personal development self-help book. So I asked Google, how many approximately word count for uh, a self-help book? And it gave me a figure. And I said, well, this is my goal day. So I divided one by the other and came up with a word count that I approximately needed to hit every single day. Developed my writing habit, blocked it out on my calendar, and actively sought to do exactly that. And then it was published in no time, eight months later from start to finish. So if I can do that, anybody can do that. It's really just habit stacking and prioritizing. Um, But then I I just self-published on Amazon. They make it incredibly simple now um, to self-publish through Amazon. I did hire an outside editor, but that's about it. Everything else was, was me.
0: Yeah. And I love that. It's just kind of what you talked about, habit stacking, creating habits Um, for all the people that want to get in contact with you, uh, reach out to you. How can they do that? Check out your book as well.
1: Yes. My book is available on Amazon. I've got book number two in the works. (laughs) So that'll be (laughs) coming up. But yes, it's available on Amazon, how to grasp confidence and own your power. And my website is Tara LaFawn Yeah.
0: And for all the audience out there, let's thank Tara for coming on. I really enjoyed the conversation. Be sure to check out her book. It's on Amazon. I'll do the same. And uh, follow her on all our socials. Give her a like, subscribe. And with that, thanks so much for coming on to the podcast.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate it.